Welcome to the Rock Room Podcast. I know the deal. I'm about to load this music up. T Streets in the building first. Yo, 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 yo. T Streets, what's good? What's good? Same old same. Trey in the building. I'm oh, sure. Right, hold on. Let me. One more time. <laughs> Trey. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yo. Hold on. Let me get this. Let me get this. Uh, let me get this music promise, man. Do your thing, brother. Yeah. What up with y'all, man? Ain't that good with y'all, chillin', man. Chilling, chilling, chilling. I just got back in the house, bro. We had a scrimmage. We had a scrimmage tonight. It went good, man. It went good, bro. This team we played, man. Well, well coached, fast. So I got a bunch of first year players. I'm trying to coach them up. But once I put my killers in, you know, we we stopped all that. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, that Jones, that yeah Jones so kicked, we, we doing just, that. Jones just kicked me out, man. That was weird. It's all, it's all good, man. You know what I mean? We keep, we keep this show moving. Yeah, yeah. AT, yeah. AT, Yo. did you get your space shoes, bro? Did you get your space shoes yet, bro? Man. Hey, I, bro. <laughs> bro. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Hey, look, but bro. what did I tell you, though? Yeah. Like I said, it's, I got what? I think I got a week. A week. I think I got one more week I'm giving it before before I'm just going to get my money back. Damn. What's up with that shipping, dog? I mean, I ordered one shirt like two weeks ago, bro. That joint's supposed to be here in four days. I'm, I'm still waiting two weeks later, so I don't know what's up with it. I don't know what's up with the shipping. You well, feel you know, me? So, you know, on, on his website, he would always have that. He was adamant about not asking questions in the DM and all that type of stuff, right? So people send, <laughs> so, so people send emails or whatever when they have issues. Um, and now they do. And I guess he addressed them that way. But with Chief issue, as long as it's been, man, I guess they must have really lost the shipment. That's a little wild to me. But, hey, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Things, things happen, bro. I, that's so crazy to me, though. Thank you, though. So, so, but that's the only product that you purchased from him? Yeah, because I got the first pair. It's just I didn't get the uh, blue pair. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I mean, then I saw that he had the sale where um, it was supposed to be where you could just, well, I guess he has it where you can become a member now by just purchasing a shoe. Yeah. Which is just different, so I don't know, man. The only thing, the shoe is pre-order. Pre Oh yeah, Killer Cam. What's up, bud? What's good with you? Cam, what up? What's up, fellas? What up, what, what up, up Cam? How you doing, How bro? Thank, thanks for coming on, bro. I appreciate hey, man, you. I, I appreciate y'all for inviting me, man. I love this. Oh, appreciate oh, it. I, I, I can hear you good now, Slim. Oh, he sound, he sound. Yay, yay. All right, hold on, man. Oh, by the busiest week of my life, man, and um. Yeah, it's a whole lot. I had it was back to school back. night last night on um for Azra, so I had to go up to the school and do all that shit, man. But um, but this is episode Welcome to the Rack Room Podcast. This is episode 31. The title of tonight's episode is um <clears throat> Men Don't Talk. And so we're gonna get into why men have a tough time communicating in relationships, friendships, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's a big complaint. For women or people just period that men don't know how to communicate. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into 
some um some current events also, you know. But uh, we got me, E1 is your host. We got Trey Philando Bang. in the building. We got T Streets in the building. Yo, and yo. we got my man Cam in the building, man. Rubber my man, killer, killer Cam. Hey, hey, let me say something real, real quick. It's no yeah. other. It's no other race, bro. Where he just give people nicknames just off the break, dog. Like <laughs> before you called him Killer Cam, I was about to say Killer Cam. It just, it just what it is. If your name Cam and you black, you Killer Cam. Period. <laughs> That's how I go, bro. That's how I go. So the first thing we will get into is a little bit of these sports, man. So I know everybody been. You know what I'm gonna say? The Coach Prime. I don't know. I ain't gonna go over the whole thing, but Coach Deion Sanders, a Hall of Famer that played professional baseball, professional football, um, now coaches his uh, for Colorado. And, you know, he, he left an HBCU school to coach Colorado. He got me watching college football again because I ain't been watching that shit for a brick. Um, and so they, they want to know. A lot of people were saying that they was going to lose the first game, um, but they won. And then they were saying they was going to win the second game, which was their home opener, but they won that too. So now they two and zero, man. So do y'all think you know? I'm saying T Streets. You think he for real, or you think this is just a fluke? Was you know what I'm saying? Uh, need time. I have to see him play game four and play Oregon USC back to back. Depending on how they play, then I'll know if they're for real this year. But I think over time he's going to kill it. But this year, I still think they're missing a lot. But we'll see when they measure up against the big dogs. Yeah, that's true. Well, if you if you had to guess what what record they gonna go, what would you say? Five and seven. Five and seven. That's decent. You were paying attention to a K. Yeah, man. I'm gonna tell you something about this real quick, man. I'm gonna tell you, man. I didn't seen a couple Netflix jumps on Deion Sanders first as a black man in the community. Let me tell you this: Deion Sanders, football, baseball, take care of his family, got his kids. And then going all the way back to the coaching is just phenomenal off the break. Nah, that's true. And when I watch when I watch the Netflix special, I think the key is and the key a whole lot of key stuff in life is managing people. The type of coach he is, he can he can create a good team. But like my man just said, it might take him some time. It look good right now. But I know as a coach, as a college coach. I think he got the tools to will any team to his will and to, to show them how to play it because he didn't play it. He was the greatest at it, and he can do it. But, again, for this season, you got to watch, like my man just said. But I think as a coach, he can do what he needs to do to get it there. That's his Yeah, and he's inspirational for sure. He is, bro. I be looking at um, his his speeches, man. I ain't going to last little jokes. Get me, get me you know hyped up, man. I you know mean, what? In the day, man, even now, man, like even when he do the commercials, when he do the the uh, the, the characters with Deion, say, man, he just always been the personality <laughs> and then phenomenal football player. So give him respect there. But as a coach, he killed it over there the first time. So I think over here, he's just going to bring the same recipe. You know the recipe is people. Anything you do, whether you're on a pizza shop, you teaching people how to swim, you can't connect with a person and ain't nothing going to happen. Nah, that, nah that, that, that's real shit. And since we talking about something – since we talking about football, I'm going to give a little story, right? Now, this is not my story. This is from People Magazine. And the joint say, um, it says, college football player gives his scholarship to a teammate who was donating his plasma to a four school. 
I just want to say, love all y'all, but I'm not giving y'all my scholarship. <laughs> uh, uh, it says, uh, it says, it says, Zach Conti. It says Zach Conti, who has been a walk in. Yeah, he was a walk on for the school's football team since, 19, since 2019. He received the full ride thanks to a fellow lineman, Brian Dooley. It says, thanks to a teammate. Uh, Zach Conti won't have to sell his plasma. Um, college. he wanted to sell his plasma to pay for college anymore. The Eastern Michigan University offensive lineman who made it onto the team as a walk on in 2019 and has worked odd jobs throughout college was surprised with the full scholarship after teammate Brian Dooley gave up his own free ride. Right, wow, okay. The news came in a surprise announcement made by EMU's head coach, uh, Chris Creighton, last week. We're at 85 scholarships Creighton shared in a speech with his team. Um, and no matter how many times years I go to the NCAA and say, man, we need 86. And is there any way that we exception to this deal? The answer is no, but Brian Dooley donated his, right? Um, it says the graduate student who was two classes short of his advanced degree told his coach that he is willing to give up his scholarship to Conti. Uh, that, that, that's dope. That's a fun feel. Um, great story. Are you giving up y'all scholarships, right? <laughs> see, this is what I would do. I would try to get with a lot of the other, uh, my teammates, and see if, if everybody would take like a partial to cover his. I would try that. I'm not giving mine up. I'm selfish. I'm not giving mine up either. I agree with y'all. That thing, that thing tough to get, man, and that's going to help you catapult yourself where you need to be in life. You know what I'm saying? Hell but, yeah. But I'm saying – I think – Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Cam. Finish it up. I, I ain't had nothing else. I got a brain fight after that because I don't know why he would give yeah. it away. So, I just, <laughs> so, so, so for, okay, so first of all, the only reason why you're going to give this shit away is if you can afford to give it away. That's Trust true. me. If, if – shit like that right. he would not have good, not, not given that good. shit up bro right. his his mother his believe me he spoke to his benefactors first his mother and father first like hey look nah, my man not. you feel what i'm saying so that's mm -hmm. the only reason why he did it but when you actually watch that video like man, video the video kind of had my have my uh you know my my eye a little bit you know I me mean? because oh, of the of of the fact where the coach the coach was talking to the entire Kind of, y'all know how you know how how Dion be having everybody inside the room. So the coach yeah. was talking to the whole squad. He was like, "Yo, this dude has been selling his blood plasma." He he gave a whole five minute speech, man, and he was like, "So who can do it? Who can who can who can help him?" And one dude stood up, man, and went over there and gave and gave him it. It was in there crying, bro. It was it was real real good to see the video. So. I must need to see the video because me reading it just sound like you know. Hey, video. hey, brother, video, the video make you make you make you make you change your mind. Why <laughs> watch that video? Hey, 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 like, nah. it, man. Ag was good. What it is, man. I hope everybody's doing well. Everybody doing what good, up, man. And, and guess what? I'm doing even better because the Washington, uh, I can say Commanders. I don't like the name, <laughs> but who we got, we got that dub. You know what I'm saying? The Washington Commanders hey, beat the Arizona um, Cardinals 20 to 16. Uh, we play at home. Uh, T Streets, what you feel about it? <laughs> I feel like they should have won by more. The defense decided to play once we were down, 
but we came out with the win. Uh, but they have to prove it to me. You know, I have no emotions tied to my team until they show me that they're a good team. I feel so. you. And um, the Bay Packers, they played the Chicago Bears. Hey, and, bro, uh, my Chicago phone messed Bears. up, dog. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, let me tell y'all this. Yo, no, let me tell y'all this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get started. Can y'all hear me? call the Chicago Bears? Can y'all hear me? The, what did you call them? Hear you now. The Care Bears. The Care the Bears. Care Bears. <laughs> bro, there was no let me tell you something. So, so the so the score was um eight to twenty. Um, Green Bay punished Chicago, and we hear, <laughs> and we didn't hear from Trey for two days, uh, for two the, three for the days rest of the night. Nah, man, I told y'all, man, I be volunteering, bro. I be I be going to different states when I be volunteering with the church and all that. So I, I couldn't talk to y'all wow. for three days. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, man. Right. I was over yeah, there. We do have, we do have a Cowboys fan on. My man Killer Kane oh. is a Cowboys fan. I, I, I know. I, I know. Yeah, I y'all punish the Giants. Punish the Giants. Forty, forty. Hey, bro, hey. that was crucial. I, ain't, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, <all> you, money. <laughs> you look good. You crumbled in the day. You look good, but look, I liked it though. That's oh, not bad, but the defense was great. It was amazing. Oh, that did he throw any interceptions? Nah, but he just didn't play well. Uh, what's up? And uh, to keep it on sports, so I know y'all saw this, right? So y'all remember the guy named um, what's his name? Niles Noah, or maybe I'm saying it wrong. Noah Niles. What's his like name? That. What's his Noah Niles? Uh, yeah, he won uh, in track. He won, I guess, the yeah. uh, a gold medal in the World Games or something yeah. like that. And so 100, he, 200, and four by four. Okay, cool. And he team he's from alexandria virginia right mm -hmm. now he actually um he after he won he made some comments about saying that i and it went off the wall i don't know why he even went so hard but he was they asked him a question he was basically saying that um the nba put the nba shouldn't be called the world champions if you win an nba championship it shouldn't be called it shouldn't be said that you won the world championship because you're not playing the world but it's not really what he said. It's kind of how he said it. He was the way he said it to me. It was seeming like these NBA dudes ain't shit. I mean, that's the vibe that he gave off. Right. Mm -hmm. And so after that happened, um, he got a lot of backlash from a lot of players. Uh, some people were saying that they agreed with him. Some people were saying that they seemed like a lot of people feel like that they wasn't. But because of that, it seems like now there's a report that LeBron James is rec is recruiting mm -hmm. uh, Steph Stephen Curry, Kevin mm -hmm. Durant and other mm -hmm. NBA stars to join in the USA 2024 Olympics. I guess he's tired. Another reason mm -hmm. is um, even after my man said all that, the, uh, the uh, what's it, what, what games are being played now? I don't even know the name know. of the game. Is, is it the World Games? I'm, it's world not the, Games. It's not the uh, big Yeah, Olympics. yeah. It's not the yeah, big Yeah, it's Olympics. the World Games. Okay. USA lost, man. So after mm -hmm. all that, the USA basketball mm -hmm. team. They didn't even medal. Didn't even get a medal. And I think LeBron saw that. And at this point, he fed. He like, you know what? When 2024 comes, I'm going to get all the big dogs. And we're going to go crush everybody. Do y'all think that's going to happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would love yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. they all play, it's going to happen. Yeah. The only thing that I think they should do, they have to mix it with some, some of the younger players mm -hmm. and the vets. Because the vets are not going to play the next time around after the 24 games, I believe. Yeah. So they need to have the younger players on that team so they can how to prepare to win, to see how to play in that style of basketball because it's totally different rules from the NBA. So they should have yeah. a nice mixture. But LeBron going to come in there, it up. Mm -hmm. When he was uh, young in 04, 
his team won the bronze and Kobe was the reinforcements to come in and help them get the gold. Now LeBron yes. is reinforcements. He's bringing, he's going to try to bring some of his guys with him. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get the gold back because they're just the best players in the world. True. Did anybody watch that Redeem Team doc with, with, with the one with Kobe in it? The one with Kobe yeah. came on, onto yeah. the team? Bruh. I didn't see that. Bruh. It's on Netflix. Y'all have it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yo, it is so. I think, yeah, that thing. It is good, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ken. What is it about? Bro, man, I was just backing you up, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about it, Cam. No, I was just saying, like, Kobe Bryant, man, like, the way he bring the team together, you know, you see him play, but then when you get to see people straight up, like, how they interact with the people again, you just a mm. sort of I like need he, to see that. Say, Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, he cold beast, like, make people want to play harder. Like, he, he yes, like, greatness. The break. But you know what they were saying, though? I, I'm going to have to look at that. And the reason I say that, because everything in interviews that I've seen about Kobe, all of them were saying that he was he stayed to himself all the time. He don't mm-hmm. talk nobody on the plane. He sit by himself, all that type of stuff. So, I mean, obviously, he's a, he was a good teammate because they won championships. But it seemed, I would have to see, I, I would be interested in seeing that to see another side because it seemed like with every, everybody got great stories about him. But they always say that while he was on the team, he was kind of like a loner type of guy. That's not what now, I said. in the doc, in the doc, I think that's where he opened up because oh, they God. did say in the beginning he was kind of reserved. He didn't speak. But they, but as during the doc, they said how he started to interact with everybody. Oh, okay. Well, I, I Especially guess. those workouts that he would have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like everybody thought Crazy. he was joking. Like he showed that work ethic. He showed that, you know, all you need is one person to have that discipline. And everybody else falls in line. Yeah, he was hey, y'all seen? Oh, hey, y'all seen this joint, right? So, this is from the Daily Mail. It say, um, in this biohazard issue, it says a Delta flight from Atlanta <laughs> to Barcelona crazy, is forced to turn back after passengers suffer horrific mm. um, diarrhea. The pilot said it affected. It was affected all the way through the pram, through the plane. So he's saying that the guy basically mm. was on the plane. Mm. They was on a flight. A Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona. It was forced to turn around. And I guess the guy had rear and he was walking up and down the aisle. No way. So on, this, I guess the shit was like coming oh, up was literally. <laughs> and they actually turned the flight around. So, so my question is go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Man, come on, man. For real, man. Yes, bro. So could he yes, not bro. get in the bathroom? Or the bathroom was dead because I won't be pacing that aisle if I got shit on the plane. That's just I'm sorry if I cut. Yeah, no, nah, you do your thing, bro. Nah, this nah, yeah, right. good, man. Who gonna do that? Because you don't want to get up out your seat anyway when you're on the plane. <laughs> yeah, well, Bruh. my thing is, how, how did it get? I don't understand how it's on the was on the floor. I, I mean, bro, he said, probably oh, had it the was little out. He had the okay, the, look. The, the shorts on. Look, hold up, hold up, look. Where was the plane going? It was going to Spain. Barcelona, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how they, that's how they dress in Spain. The dude's got the little tennis shorts on. He had the shorts on. Somebody was probably in the bathroom. Wow. He had the little jack. He had the little jack triple shorts on, and he couldn't hold it. Whatever he ate, whatever he ate, bro. Whatever, whatever he did, bro. Trying to time it, the timing ain't work out. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so it say uh, on the jump said, well, a person who was on the flight. 
that uh, my partner was on the flight. Uh, it was pretty bad. It was, it was dribbled down the aisle and smelled uh, yeah, horrible. I'm good. Said I'm good. Um, the vanilla scented disinfectant disinfectant used. It only made it smell like vanilla shit. So it was thoroughly clean and it leave until around 2.30 a.m. or whatever. I'm Come not going to lie. Man. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. If I'm on a flight and, you know, you got to look at like this. Let's say you're going on vacation, man. On a flight, you got your family or whatever. Or you going with the fellas, whatever. And you on a flight, you admit it, and that shit happened. And you got to turn around, bro. Come on, bro. And again. Shit take off again. I'm going to want some type of, uh, what you call it? Some type, give me Reimbursement. some Reimbursement. Yeah, yes, yes, got bro. insurance. I mean, for real. I got it. I, but how you? Travelers insurance. Yeah, but how you gonna walk down the, how you gonna walk down the aisle though like think about how you getting off the plane you trying to avoid the shit in the aisle <laughs> <laughs> crazy bro i read that article i read that article and i just kept thinking of what would i title it and in my head i was like all right shit on the plane when it all falls, when it all falls down when it all falls down <laughs> shitty skies <laughs> let it go let okay. okay. I don't even killing me softly. Take a bow. That's funny as hell. Oh, nah, nah. So, I got one for you. What? You got Samuel Jackson. How are these turds on this plane? <laughs> Come on, bro. Hey, that was from snakes on the plane. That was, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> bro. And snakes on the plane was crazy as hell. I know when I think about it. I can't think that John was. You know he gonna make any movie dope, so. Yeah. Absolutely. But let's get into the topic tonight, man. So I know that if any women are listening, they're gonna be very interested in this topic. So oh, the topic tonight maybe. is uh why men don't talk, right? So you know it's been said, and I get and we all know that all men aren't the same, but uh, why don't men talk? So in relationships or even friendships, right? Um, men are really great communicators if you ask a lot of women they'll say that they do most of the talking the men don't um i think men just don't like to argue but men are not the communicators um even in friendships you know if you if you get into one of your friends the, the likelihood of two men talking it out it right. happens but a lot I of know. people would just be like <laughs> i don't want to address that shit <laughs> a lot of people be like fuck it and keep it moving right mm -hmm. and so do y'all so first of all before i even go any further do y'all agree or disagree that men are not the best commissions and relationships cam i'm gonna ask you first <laughs> cam, what ask you, you think first. um <laughs> <laughs> hey he's a real direct that one <laughs> that's my buddy but nah hold up i would say yeah i would say yeah i mean and, you was, and i know you, that you would say yeah because, okay because we're stuck with making multiple decisions and dealing with multiple personalities that call for different actions. Period. Okay. He wrote. So, he wrote that shit down. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, he, he had a script, right? <laughs> All right. So, it say this, right? So it says. So what I'm gonna do is give the. Uh, so this article is called um, "Turning the Page" or so. Yeah, turningthepage.com says uh why men don't talk and on here it talks about uh you know the reasons why men don't talk and uh, what i'm gonna do is go through the reasons and y'all just tell me you know y'all can elaborate if y'all think it's true if it's not true whatever or the mm -hmm. reason so 
then I go through scenarios or whatever. So the first one says, it says 26 reasons, 26 reasons why men don't talk. The first reason it has, it says that they don't want to appear a loser. Mm. I don't know about that one. Can't you know relate. what I'm saying? Don't want to appear a loser. Mm. One, right? Can't so, no, so number two, they don't want to appear weak. I agree with that okay. one. Okay. Okay. I okay. like that one. Don't want to appear weak, right? So then uh, number three says one likes a whiner. Go ahead. Um, Would you say, Kay? No, I was going to say the same thing kind of a little bit. Well, you know, what? I see y'all point of view too. But I say at the same time, as a man, you got to talk. Hell you know? yeah. And I think when you don't voice up anything at all, then you look the weakest. But that's just a... But we're gonna okay. we're gonna get into that. That's a good point. Man, okay. number three says okay. no one likes a whiner, and if they genuinely talked, then people would reject them. I don't know about this article, man. Hold on, hold up, man. It was number four, man. Let me get the double four. <laughs> it says uh, there is a DIY do-it-yourself belief of I can sort this problem out myself. I think mm. that's, that, that that could be part of Bible it. a little bit. You're going to try to figure it out yourself, but I don't know about the yeah. DIY reference, but yeah. Yeah. Then number five is um, they don't know what to say or how to put in words what's going on themselves. Oh, that's not okay. like some female shit, man. I don't know. But okay. Um, okay. what do you think about that, which way? Uh, definitely, definitely trying to figure shit out yourself like that because again that kind of goes back to your point a second ago where you don't want to appear like you can't handle it right but but you also you also have some men who don't mind the woman over but if it keeps happening then she's going to look at you a certain way but she might not tell you you see what i'm saying so I think it really depends on who you are as a man first. Uh, for example, I always use this example. Once I got my house, I had to learn how to get better at fixing shit in my house because I could not I could not keep paying other people. I couldn't ask, keep asking my father-in-law to come over. I got me a big-ass tool bag, bro, and I've been fixing my shit in my house for, for 10 years. And that, 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 that makes me... Bruh, that shit like more of a man quote unquote whether that sound weird or not but just taking care handling your shit as a man not saying that you that you perfect right but I hear a lot of guys they won't even think to try to fix it they'll just they'll just try to pay somebody for it but when it comes to the emotional part men have to trust that their that their significant other or wife would not look down on them and and together y'all could come up with a solution just like when she and we always step up to the plate, right? That's right. So it's That's a right. it's a teamwork That's thing, you know what I mean? That's right. Totally agree. Bruh. Everything that yeah, totally agree. Bro, I totally changed agree. the battery and my wife called last <laughs> week. I felt like he made it. <laughs> I ain't even He don't know how to change the hey, 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 battery. It's so crazy, right? It's so crazy. To know, and I was like, babe, don't you ever doubt me. You feel what I'm saying? And I was talking shit. And it was only me changing the battery. You feel what I'm saying? But I felt so strong about that. Shout like, don't ever oh, doubt man. me. I told you I'll change oh, this battery. So, you know, there you go, stuff bro. like that there do you make go. you feel. Oh, hey, I'm gonna say, there you go, bro. One thing with that, though, is 
that's what men do really deep down we want to fix you think about it like absolutely we want to fix it but sometimes you ain't supposed to fix it sometimes you got to mm. listen like like you're saying but but when you can fix things you feel like you like i'm bringing something to the table and as a man i get it like I, if we need food i can fix that the room i need to fix the tv baby fix that she gonna come to you right and the more you can do definitely the more you feel like yep you know i'm right here but definitely a good point my brother and i'm proud of you yeah. <laughs> hey e, was that your first shit. time was that your first time fix uh, changing the battery out no nah, well no nah, i you know i did when i was real young i, I was i was okay gotcha but i hadn't done oh, it in I a got long you, time bro. most I of the time i drive, drive the car to the um, to the auto zone for them to do it but i got was you. like the, the, i ain't feel like jumping in. Did the shit. It wasn't no big deal, but it did feel make me feel uh, like a man. Bro, <laughs> I be know. feeling like he man, yeah. bro. I be feeling like he man, bro. My AC went out, bro, and 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 I fixed the HVAC, bro. That dog, dog. Like dog. I could have retired off that. You about to cry? I could have retired off that, Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's a cool no. seven hundred save, my brother. I'd have dropped. I probably yeah. might have shed a tear. What bro, seven, bro, seven hundred. I saved it, bro. That's right. Now, number six, right? So it says, what did I leave? I said, number five said they don't know how to put into words. Okay, I don't know about that one. Number six say, being the pro being problem solved by others rather than being first. Hey, I, this, I, I don't even understand that. I'm skipping that one, man. Being problem yeah, solved this, this than other people. From. Yeah, we're going to X that. That's a non-applicable. Yeah. Can we put it in slash A? Yeah, that, let's do that. Then number seven say, they never had a taste of being truly listened to. Man, I know that feeling. Oh, oh, you, I okay. know that feeling. Nah. Elaborate. I know that Elaborate. feeling. Elaborate. 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 Uh, people, now, this, now men, men, men normally won't speak to their guys about certain things. Uh, and there's uh, some close friends of mine who always come to me with their problems. So whenever, whenever I want to open up to them, and they tell me to share and I won't. But when I do try, I may get a couple words out. And then next thing you know, they're telling me about their problems. And I never, and I just feel like, all right, you're not listening. I'm not even gonna share anymore. Mm. Let me just listen to you. Got you on that. You know what? I, one of my friends is like that. I ain't gonna say his name and I love him, but you know what I'm saying? It's all, everything seems like it's always about, about him. You know what I mean? Whenever he called me, it's always about, him and when I and it makes it makes me not even I mean I'll say what's going on if he asks me mm -hmm. but I I realize that like damn bro every time you call me it's about what's going on in your life but you know um and let so me I understand what you're saying T-Streets what you about let me ask, let me add to that E to just what you said right it becomes how the relationship is always going to be right where you're always the person that I call and talk to and you're always the person that gives me good, good uh, things to go on. You know what I mean? Good advice. But True. if the table is if the table is turned, they're not used to being that positive person with the alternatives because they always the person that's in the situation where they got a vent. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not usually how it is. Right. And so I always had great talks with T and T's right. People always would call him with their issues. So that's why whenever I would talk to him, like we have, we have, we have the greatest, the greatest talks. And I always try to be the person 
and give good advice. But I was never the person that would call and ask for advice. But that's because that's because of a lot of our upbringing where you just so used to things being being a certain way. We are we, we, we do get kind of kind of programmed like they're not going to un understand. Let me just go ahead and push through it. But you're not really decompressing with somebody that you that you trust. Go ahead. Well, let's take it a step further. Sometimes people don't like, um, sometimes people want you to agree with them. So I've learned that when you're having a conversation, you communicate with your friend, you have to figure out, is this person venting to you or does this person want your advice or your opinion? That's to fix it. Because you know talking about fix it or listen. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because some people will call you and when you give and when you give your opinion on what's going on and it doesn't agree with they want you to agree with them basically and if you give them opposition on what they saying they don't when they shut down you know what i mean and that's a form of not being communicated mm -hmm. i've seen that but i think that you know if you're a real friend i'm you're gonna keep it real with me i'm gonna keep it real with you we're not gonna if you tell me you did something and there's some some foul shit i'm gonna say bro i don't know about that one i'm not gonna say you know what i mean well it's all good i'm gonna keep it real with you to me that's what we're, real friends do it's a form of being uh, communicated to me, you feel me? Like, so that's this is a, a good aspect point, bro. of communication. You know that's saying? a good yeah, point, 100%, man. And that's what I was talking about last time. And I ain't gonna be be the deaf, but yeah, nah, man, you, go ahead. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I had to learn that when I first got in a relationship, you know, you get in a relationship, and every time your significant other tell you a problem, you're like, well, maybe you should have did this. Then as soon as you get into that realm, you ain't even listening no more. She already knows yeah. she did wrong. Well, he already know what he did wrong. He really, he really just wants you to just listen, or she wants you to just listen. You know, and that's a good feedback. point, bro. That's a great point. That's a great yeah. point. Like, like, like sometimes they're not at, they're not talking to you for they're talking to you just to, just for you to listen for to them. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that's why yes. I'll, I'll ask people great off the break. I'll ask people off the break. Are you venting or do you want my advice? Right. Because I have no I have no time to be confused about it. Nah, I feel you on that. And and that's yeah. actually that's another good form of communication. That's a good point, bro. And then it says, uh, so that was number number these these, these twenty six reasons. Oh no. They, okay, so it's a they they have never, we put them well, together. We, yeah, we put them together. So um we on number eight. It says fear of being put down, physical violence, emotional abuse, shame, and guilt trip. Now, I'm going to tell y'all this, and I'm not trying to put nobody business out there, right? But And so I'm not going to say names. But I do know someone who was uh, who's in a marriage or was in a marriage. And and because uh, his wife was so, is so aggressive, when he voices his opinion, it turned him to a person that was kind of on eggshells onto something that she may say to him or to give, mm. her, give his input in a... Um, because she was the type of person that'll just basically blank out type of person so as soon as he say something it could be you know that something that she doesn't agree with now she's yelling and she's cussing and stuff like that so what it made him do is digress in his communication with her which is not a good thing so that's i think when when i'm reading number eight says fear of being shut down physical violence she you know she would throw stuff and stuff like that which is not good and you know um but he had that problem of fear of being shut down. Have y'all ever been in a situation where yourselves with talking, communicating with the person because you know that once you say something they don't like, that now it's going to turn into an argument? 
I think. Yes. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I've I've been there in my last relationship when when it was uh I'll say we were close to the end. I knew anything that I said out of my mouth was going to become an argument. Hell, when I didn't say anything, there was an argument. It was just that time. It was time to end the relationship. I wouldn't That's end it. Yeah, I wouldn't end it because when I came into it, I told her it wasn't going to work because of certain things and she didn't believe me. And then it got to the point to where she was like, oh, you were serious? Yes, I'm serious. So, you know, it, it was just bad. So I would walk on eggshells for like the last couple months until she finally broke up with me. And then it's like my life turned around. Everything was great after that. Now you can talk what? <laughs> hey, what you was going to say, Kay? See, my life was great after that. <laughs> <laughs> What was you about part. to say, Kay? No, I was going to say, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I think, here's the deal, I think, really. I think in any type of situation where you got to communicate a human being with a human being, there needs to be a cool-off point sometimes. Because okay. sometimes people get so worked up that y'all not listening to each other no more. And if it keep going on too far, you go past the point of no return where you never can talk to each other no more. Because... Mm. Y'all talked yourself out of being in that space. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes like if you know your significant other, go, you know, when she get wound up, she gonna get wound up and she ain't gonna stop real quick. She ain't gonna change and come down like you. She gonna have to go through a whole thing, you Mm -hmm. know? But y'all really got it. It's a ninety. It's a it's a ninety five. It's a ninety five and a five percent rule. You got ninety five percent, five percent. But you know this is gonna happen, right? So at times you might have to stop communicating. Person can calm down. That could be at work. There you go. Anywhere though, you know what I'm saying? People need to have a, a period of time because keep going back and forth trying to prove your point, and she trying to prove her point into a point y'all stop listening. So I think and. Bro, bro, that's 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 a great point. And and a lot of people in relationships, like you know, once some people get 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 heated, they're not listening to understand. They're just listening to react Thank you. to what you're saying. Thank you. Right. And 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 that's and hard. that like so, I'm not even hearing what you're saying. You're just yelling at this point, right? So I watched this. I watched this. Uh, this uh, life coach. He was actually teaching other aspiring life life coaches. And so he had a girl come up on, on stage and they were having a conversation. And so once he would say, once she would ask a question within the conversation, he would just stop and then just look at her. Right. It kind of made her feel awkward. But what he was saying was he was like, how many people pause and try to take in what the person was actually saying instead of you being so fast to react to what they're saying? And so and and then he was like in that space, he said it's he said miracles happen in that space. So just like Cam, Cam was saying, like if y'all are beefing hard, bruh, take a walk. Go for a walk. Once you once you calm once you calm down, I've you are it. giving yeah, bro, you you are you are giving the opportunity for everything to just calm calm down. Cause once you go, you have nobody to yell at if I'm not standing in front of you. <laughs> right so you come right. back 30 45 minutes later, especially if you got kids in the house bro and the kids and the kids see the emotional intelligence from two adults not just people just screaming so i i just wanted to add that because it was, it was a real real deep point so number nine says um some men believe others have needs more important than their own 
So I guess that's when you putting someone else first, and I guess letting them talk. I mean, I don't know how that kind of no, yes. But, you okay. said that right, bro. I, I, you said it right. Yeah, he did. He on point. I don't think it's just that, because also let's say, let's say you okay. Let me let me just go with me. When I was uh, laid up in, um, I was in a rehab facility. When I was there, the the few people that I would have reached out to and said something to, I just thought of the people that they knew that was in a worse situation than I was in. So I so I didn't say anything. So you were basically you were basically so basically you saying I mean that. You were the strong. You felt like the strong one because when you no, when you I felt like other people had more problems than I had, so there's no need for me to complain. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, sometimes okay. well, that's a good point. That brings me back to him you know, reality. Sometimes, it, like somebody always got it worse than you, and it kind of makes me be like, you buck up a little bit, you know. That's definitely the truth. I think about that too. Um, about and 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 that is the truth. That does work a lot of times. Um. But it still doesn't, you know, you still have your issues that you have, but that does work for, you know, that that can heal for the for the moment, I believe. I think, yeah, it's a real situational thing because people now when you start to suppress too much now, then depending on your partner, like y'all were talking about earlier, if homegirl feisty, you just going to always let her level 10 while you holding back things that's not going to help you out long long term with your that's mental not, health either you know what i mean to my man that's what happened to my man he he did this yep he did that that's what happened over time over time he kept feeling like he couldn't get what he wanted to say out and she was the type of person that when she get yeah. angry you know um not this is not against women but sometimes when women get angry they 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 can't beat you up so they use they they mouth and they say anything else to uh yeah. to try to hurt you or whatever you know what i'm saying so no you're right though you're right and that's what i was saying i want to add something more it's so it's, this journey layered like so i'm not gonna be real quick to the Do point it's layer it's layer right because you know like if you know it in the beginning and you see it and you get it and you and you and you constantly address it slowly but surely or aggressively if you have to whatever way you decide based on the person because i can't give you a recipe for it then maybe it can work. But you can't go into the relationship doing anything, not saying nothing, Mm-mm. letting her do all that BS to you. And then Mm-mm. one day you decide to put your big boy pants on and now you got an attitude. That's never going to work. <laughs> like you say in the beginning, like, look, we ain't going out no more. If I do one, two, you do one, two, three. Listen, I, I like you, but this is what I can't deal with. And, you know, I learned that from my old head. I ain't going to need a lie. Old head, he said, "Can mm-hmm. out to eat?" And I told her, "I ain't want to be with her." See, that's what we forget to do because we all worry mm-hmm. about trying to get some booty. We all worry about trying to get some cheeks. But how about? Oh, now we really in the rec room. Now we we here. You know what I'm talking about? You like, dig? Right. You nah, worry about getting some booty, but a woman put woman put you. I call it the box. A woman put you in the box way before you put her in the box. A woman be like, what you doing? Where you at? Who you with? Why it is? What that? You be like, I'm over here. I'm doing this, doing that. Uh, mm, you be like, mm. How about you do the reverse? Look, I'm dating two girls and I like them both, but I think some, I'm not trying to say you, you just tell the truth. Now, Cam, I mean, let okay. me say this, right? So Cam, so that's perfect. But let me tell, let me ask you this, right? That's something that we saying at the age now, but 
let's let, let I'm gonna ask everybody when when I'm gonna speak for me. Now I've always been communicative, right? But as I'm older, I'm it's easy for me to communicate. But what we saying now, I think is learned behavior. When we was in our twenties, we was not selling women. Oh hey, look, heck, I'm gonna no. let you know. Now, no, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying that? Listen, not me. I, I was I dating. <laughs> I was dating a girl. I was dating a girl who had a boyfriend, right? Oh shit! I'm dating. I'm dating. That's right. Okay. That's right. So in my I, at my apartment, I had another girl over. She called. I let the girl that was at the apartment answer the phone. So they had their little five minute little. Back and forth. I took the phone from the girl. That made good. Talked to homegirl for, for a little bit. Like <laughs> listen, listen, just listen, listen. Homegirl was like, Why you got girl over there? Da, 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 da. I said, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, No, you're in a relationship. And number two, you can't stop me from talking to nobody. This puts y'all both on notice. You won't notice that you're not the only one. And she don't notice that. Since she here, she better take advantage because I got some a lot. Absolutely. Hey, that was tough. I ain't gonna not lie. being when mean. I was younger. Come at you hard. They come at you hard. Not trying to be mean, seriously, but the one thing a woman always does is give me voice. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Oh, this is this, this, that. But it's tough because you're like, oh, I'm kind of digging you. I want to get this, do that, but you don't know. But, you know, do it, don't say nothing. Get that one, then goes the girl. Then she come into your house and she knocking on your door like, who want that be? None of that. I'm a, I'm a full believer of honesty. If you're honest, you being honest, you never know how much a woman would just agree to whatever, whatever circumstances or whatever situation right. you would be in if you're just open and honest. Right. That's real talk. That's right. So and I've always been a choice. component of just tell the truth. There you go. And then they That's still going to make the choice. They are. They're going to make the choice anyway. Dwindle. Like I said on another part, your numbers may dwindle. You might not hit as many because <laughs> you're being honest. It can, it can backfire. You feel me? You might not hit as many, but I get it. I really do. So, True. Go ahead, Trey. Did I cut you off? You had something? Uh, nah, nah, nah. Um, uh, I wanted to add uh, uh, a friend of the show. Darius added in. He he was he was just talking, you know, the apprehensiveness with men talking. So we it, it, it kind of relates to having that partner. That's that's kind of hostile. He said men don't talk because most don't have someone who will who or feel they don't have someone who will listen, and many don't have someone who will understand what that's what right. they're saying. So like Cam Cam was saying, yeah, like Cam was saying, ding, ding, if, ding, ding, ding. if you yeah. start off. Start off if you start off and that female is aggressive and you keep doing doing whatever she wants you to do or whatever and not, and not going back that's not going to end well for you it's exactly. not going to end well for you the biggest thing that my wife prides me on is my communication it's it's the fact that that i could just articulate a way where you're making the person feel comfortable Thank to you. speak to you about what they are going to go, go going through your your day your day is better when you're talking about things fluid you keeping you keeping their relationship fluid you're you, you're keeping it current right mm -hmm. i'm not holding things back from her she's not holding things back back from me and so when when it's when it's when it's time to go to bed at night everything is cool we just restart tomorrow with something with something fresh that's that's all you gotta do it's just basic just talk
And the important thing you just said too, wake up and start over fresh. People don't know how to wake up and pour the cup out and start over again. They still got a full cup. Absolutely. Like that's real. That's a key too. So number right, number ten says um, they aren't aware of just how far down the mental unwellness track they are in. Hell yeah. So I, I guess well. <laughs> you know, men don't communicate because uh they're far down on the mental. Um T Streets, what you got to say about that one? Yeah, uh that's a fact. I've been there before when I was at my lowest of lows, uh outside of the injury. When I was at my lowest of lows, I stopped talking to people, I stopped drinking, I stopped smoking weed, I stopped just being around hanging out anything because I just felt so worthless and I could not anybody. It was just no way, no how was I willing. And eventually I realized that something's wrong in my mind because I know something's wrong. This is why I stopped smoking and drinking. Most people, most people, they'll pour, pour into their vices when they're fucked up. For me, it was like, I subconsciously rejected that stuff because something was wrong. And at some point I realized that, man, I need to be around people again. I need to talk to people again. I lost a lot of friendships for a year and a half where I just went silent. And the only people that spoke to me are people that called me or the young lady who ended up being my girlfriend because she wouldn't go away, even though I tried to push her away when I was in that. Period of, period of depression. Well, eleven. That, e, real quick. No, no. Nah, nah, do your thing, man. Yeah. Tell you something, brother. Just to hear that from you makes me feel some type of way. You know, because um, life is tough. Like it's like a roller coaster, up and down. It's never steady. You're never happy all the time. Things happen. Your brain is so crazy, but. You know, like I do a lot of things to keep mindfulness. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a part of uh-huh. any relationship. I do a lot of things to try to keep mindfulness. You know what I'm saying? And when your mind starts to, your mind is like a monkey jumping from branch to branch to branch to branch uh-huh. to branch to branch. And I think a skill is to stop your mind from jumping from branch to branch to branch, driving you into that deep part, like, you know, into that piece that you feel like, you know, where you self-loathe or feel like that, you know, sometimes like, mm-hmm. and uh, there you go. exercising did it for me. When I, was- I, I hear what you're saying, but how can you tell somebody that suffer with depression issues? No, that- I can't say anything. I can't tell you anything. This is just, this is just me telling you how I deal with my depression. My, I can't tell you a, a thing <laughs> straight up. I'm not a psychiatrist, you know, but uh, I brought. I said that because my family members deal from depression, and some of mm. them are women, some of them are men, and I can't identify it, and I can't see it, I can't touch it, I can't help it, I can't mold it, I can't fix it, I can't put, it, give it to the repairman at the auto shop and say fix it and give it back to me, fifteen hundred, and I just say, <clears throat> you know, when I hear you do that and you came from that place, that I'm proud of you, you know, what I'm saying I have a lot of respect for you from going from that to this and then you know with me when i was dealing with it i just had to find some type of tool you know to go through it and one of it was mindfulness and exercising and different things but the overall thing was that 
I'm impressed and I appreciate you for even sharing that story. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Thank dope. you, thank you. Now, number, we at number 11. I think this is almost like one of the other numbers. So it says, um, they think there is no one to listen to them, but that seemed like it was number six. So, okay. Um, and so number 12 is those who have tried to listen to them in the past have been helpful. And so the conclusion is that no one can help. That's deep. So let me read that again. That's a deep one. It says those who tried mm-hmm. to listen to them in the past haven't been helpful. And so the conclusion is that no one can help. What do you think about that, Trey? Well, that's a mind state that you put yourself into that no like really like so nobody like on earth can help you so you you've tried to talk to everybody on earth and nobody had you um i i i really think like that's very situational because when you're talking about children who who are suffering when when they were teens it's very important like who their parents are and who their mentors are and then people people they'll take those bad experiences and they'll carry over to the to their adulthood right and so yo you have a lot of people that's our age like like a lot of these young young people are walking around with so much trauma right um where all their bad positions that they were in their life shelter my mother not here my father's an alcoholic they're abusive um so it's it's very it's very situational but speaking for myself um, how I dealt with my issues uh, coming up the way I came up, which was very unsettling. Um, what I did to find my my peace was to, like my man Cam, Cam said, once I started to really work out, once I started to really read, once I started to really focus, um, then my mind opened up to different possibilities. And then I met the person that made me want to be a better person, period. Right. Because you want to maintain that that relationship. Uh, but once once I got married, once we started to elevate in, in our in our relationship, I took my health even more serious. But what I did, for my own my own issues that I still haven't really dealt with, things that I should have spoken to people about in my younger years. What I do is, man, I read and I understand how people who went through trauma just like mine or much worse how they dealt with it by being by being thankful and grateful for what I have and and just having that having that mindset because shit, shit gonna happen again tomorrow that's right but it's it's, yeah. it's 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 how how you have to quickly adapt to the fact that listen this is what's going on you have to come at no matter what's going on you have to, it has the end positive for you and you find that and this shit is hard it right. it is it, it it is extremely hard and and also People who go just because people are going to see a psychologist over 50, what, six percent of the of psychologists don't even fit the people's needs after they went through about eight, eight to ten sessions. So you've been talking to somebody who who who, who can't even relate to you. Right. So even when you go pay somebody, that might not be fixing your problem. So you have to try to find that inner peace. And that's the hardest part. But once you find it, you'll be able to help other people out that will go in, that are, that are currently going through what you, you know, what you what you going through. Bro, I feel I feel fantastic when I'm when I'm when I'm coaching kids. 
my father wasn't there when I was a young kid. Some of these kids that we coach out here don't have don't have fathers. Some of them don't have mothers. They stay with their grandmother. These grandmothers depend on these coaches to be that father figure. And going back to Dion, Dion did didn't have a dad, but he had great coaches. Right. He had a great mother. Right. Right. And yeah. and and look at how and look at how he overcompensated being a dad for for his kids. So that's dope, man. So that's that's how I deal with it, you know. What was he about to say, Ken? Nah, I mean, I was just going to say my depression came from when I was married and I got divorced and I was living in the apartment mm. and didn't have anything. I couldn't, I didn't have a table for my daughter to come sit at the table do her homework. I had a blow up bed. You know, I had a car with a broke door. The only thing I had enough money for was to get to the gym, come back home and eat what I had in the refrigerator. So I went through all that for a while. Got my promotion. That's real, bro. Did that, did this, did that, you know. And then going through my tribulations. And I'm going to tell you, it's not a day that that I don't think about some of the depressive stuff that I thought about. But I got the tools to be like, Cam, chill out and do this and do that and do this and handle business and move on. That's where I program myself. But other than that, whoever make it through it, when you make it through it, even if you're here right now talking about it, you got an achievement. So take that with you. No, for sure. Now, what I notice is that when I really think about it, a lot of people who, a lot of guys that are going through things, don't really talk about it with each other. We talk about it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? And I notice that when I think about myself, I'm always the friend that people call to get advice from or to ask what's going on or to help or something like that. But I'm not one of those people who call and, and tell people my issues. It's just never really been my personality. Um, and when I, I've never really thought about, I've never really thought about why never. I'm not like that. I just feel like um, I can handle it. And um, but I will say that you know, me doing that, um, okay with doing that. But as I'm older, I don't mind talking to people. But I think it's not pride or something. I just it's just a mindset. I just feel like um, I have a lot of faith in God, right? You know what I mean? And I, and, and, and I keep that faith in him and I, and just having faith in God, faith and no works don't mean nothing. So <clears throat> it's not like I got faith and then I just don't do shit. Look at TV. Cause I got faith. No, it don't work like that. You know what I mean? Mm. I have faith, but I do things like, uh, like you said, like Cam said, um, I'll I'll mm -hmm. um, exercise mm -hmm. and do those type of things. I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to call somebody up when, you know, when I have an issue. Like I said, I think guys talk about it afterwards. My man was going through, one of my mans was going through something in his marriage. He didn't talk to me for about a year. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He didn't, he didn't really go deep into it. And then when he came back, he was ready to talk about it. You know what I mean? But sometimes as men, we don't just off the break tell you, hey, man, what happened to me at work today? I had a terrible day. You know, it's like, mm. man, we don't do that shit. You know what I mean? And uh, maybe it's a man thing. Maybe it's a pride thing. But I think that it's just men, we have strength. And we have to be the example for our family members. We have to be the example Absolutely. for our family. You're like the head or head of whatever and guess what and sometimes manning up meaning you need to ask for help how about you put that on top of that hello hello real talk hello that's real talk that's real talk so number 13 is um it says what i did 11 they think there's no one then number 12 they okay so we're on number 13 it says they have been repeatedly told to harden up be a real man. That's just what man, man up. That's just what Cash yep. said. And that's true. That's that happened to yeah. most of us since we were little. What? 
since we were like five, four, <laughs> white three. picket fence, <laughs> Disney yeah. Channel. Everyone lives happily ever after. You man up and grab the sword and kill the dragon and get the girl. You better stop crying, all that. You know what I mean? And you know, part of that, but part of that is real. You know what I mean? Like, yes, men, uh, men should have emotion. Men do have emotion, whether they have it in private or in public or whatever. But there mm-hmm. is a sense of manning up that when you are a man in certain situations, you do have to man up. I mean, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. But you know what's tough, though? They want you to man up, but they want us to be emotional. They want us to be a man, and then we got to be soft enough to be, you know. But he, that's what I'm saying. That's the delicate balance. That's the crazy stuff. Because I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I could talk as soft as I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a woman to tell me, why you sound like that? I'd be like, <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? I did not tell you you was right and I love you. <laughs> that ain't enough. What is the way you sound? <laughs> I got a big, very white voice. I get I what you mean to do. But... <laughs> no, that's real. T- it, it is a balance, though. Like, you right. Humility. It is a you got to take humility about, sometimes. Especially sometimes. relationship with a female, it definitely is a balance to man up and then still have an emotional side. I definitely, that's 100. That's for sure. Now, mm. what you about to say, Trey? I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen, um, I think I think that the man up um, saying, I think that it's used. It's a, it's like it's it's overused right. because people 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 will say that in in frustration to a to you know to to like a young boy or like a teen or whatever. But you're not you're not re- reinforcing it with okay this is what happened this this is this is what the next steps are like just saying man up okay so like man up meaning like okay so i'm not supposed to feel a certain type of way after mm-hmm. what just happened to me everybody is not the same you see what i'm saying so we yeah, need but- to you feel me so so it's so it's it's just like okay you 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 telling me to man up and so then i'm gonna pass that down to my kids and they ain't gonna what what the fuck I'm talking about, yeah. right? Man, but but bro, bro, we was just on the field. I've been coaching my son for four years. He he went the wrong way. He was pissed off when I told him what he did because he knew he he did something wrong. But I may I, I understand how to talk to him better now when he's on the field, and 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 that affect him. You see yes. what I'm saying? So 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 to understand how strong we are as as mentors and as fathers and so i'm like yo listen this is what it is he'll he'll get pissed off because he'll he'll make a bad play sometimes i'll see i'll see i'll see a tear come down because he doesn't want to let his father down but i'm like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no 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 that's not that's not how we're going to do it it's okay for you to cry because i understand what the emotion is but what i'm telling you is it's okay to make a mistake i'm gonna I'm coach you through it and that and that's how we got to be with with our, with our children because how we, we was raised that- what you talking about is what i'm talking about this just, just hear me on this real quick exactly what you did with your son the same skill you got a skill to talk people yes your son you see traits but that same skill you workplace or somebody hiring you another when you able to work with people you cannot with absolutely way you know what I'm talking about? That emotional intelligence. Brother said on the yeah. call. And that's what you got. You know, but that's the point. You don't have to be an ass to prove a point to someone. It's how you say it. There you, you go. Know. There you go. That's it. No, that's real talk. It's just, it's just funner. funner.
Yeah, yeah, that's your thing, T. Sneeze. Now, number 16 says, um, what is, oh, no, I'm sorry, this is uh, 14. It says, absolutely shit scared of the inner world. Inner world. Okay. Uh, number 15 is fear of dependence on others. Definitely don't ever want to depend on nobody. That's my motto. I don't want to depend on nobody. <laughs> shit. I want to that's throw that. I want to throw some. Uh -oh. I'm gonna throw some on. I'm gonna throw some on you, bro. I'm gonna right, throw some on you, bro. I'm gonna throw some on you, man. I'm telling you. Right. Only reason why I know this because my job sent me to these management classes. FYI. <laughs> <I know>. yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I'm a technical guy. My job. All I do is like computer, 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 application, application. Mm -hmm. Like camera, put the tools down, and then he said, "Camera, go to management class." I go to management class. All they do is mm -hmm. talk about people. All they yep. do is talk about people, how mm -hmm. to talk to people, how to make people that they can work without you micromanaging them, how to show them that you're supporting them, how to show them that you want them to exceed at what they're doing. That's a manager's job. Mm. Yep. Actually, never knew it because all managers I had never did it. But when you see it, that's the truth. So in reality, everyone relies on each other. Cause if I'm your manager and you failing, how can I be outstanding? Yeah, True. that's a yeah. good point. Yep. Just a two for thought. That was it. So it says, um, well, that that was fear of dependence on. I have a fear of being dependent on other people, but I that ain't that's something. Not man. a fear. You gotta be a, you gotta I, be I, a captain. I, I will. Uh, the only I will go without before I ask a person. That's always that's my personality. Um, maybe it's not good on. Is that good for you? Is that it's good not, for you? Does that work for you? Uh, for me, uh, yeah, it's worked for me so far. Uh, <laughs> Do you think it's worked for you? He's funny as all the way, man. Oh yeah, it's worked, man. he doing he doing it. Right, right. I'm, right. I'm good, Playboy. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling though. I know the feeling. When I was dead, jobless, recession, couldn't find no work. When I was flat, like flat broke, with yeah. nothing, nothing in the account. And I had to call, I called Trey, borrow like $20 or $40. It took, it took me probably a couple months before I could make that call. True. I sat around broke as hell, trying to figure it out, doing whatever I could do to try to try to scrape up a dollar. To try. It was hard during that time in what, 2007 through 10? 2008 through mm. 2010, something like that. It was very hard, but it took me months before I could call Trey to ask for like twenty, forty dollars. True, that's right. So, so but, that's some, that, yeah, that yeah. Fit, yeah but sometimes you got to do it. Yep, you, you got right. hey, real. Hey, got to. Hey, you let, got to. People there for you, yesterday. man. Especially when you go. If you pay the money, let me back tell you, your good friend, they're gonna pay you back. Yeah, that's my life. right. Check. Check this shit out. This 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 happened to me yesterday, right? So, my son made one of my sons his his main barber. This dude always got like a like a like 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 a secondary barber. So I I would call him and some you know I'm like damn I don't know something something up with my man my man phone or whatever. So I called him again yesterday. I was trying to bring in Cruiser to get get his get his phone was off. So I know what it sound like. I know the doom doom doom. I know when this shit off. Got the wrong number or whatever. So I called the barber shop. I called, right? And so he answers the phone. It's like 10 barbers in there. He answered the phone. 
I was like, yeah, bro, I just want to make sure that I had your correct phone number. What was it? He was like, he was like, oh, my phone off right now. Um, I was like, all right, all right, all right, cool. I'll be there by, by so-and-so. I was like, yeah, all right, bet. Now, it's how he said it where he was saying, like, like yo, you know what I'm saying? M my phone off right now. So I'm telling you, on my way home, I was thinking about, okay, cool. The cut is 25. In my brain, I'm like, I want to try to get my man more than that. You see what I'm saying? For the simple yeah. fact that he wasn't trying to hide it. He's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm going I'm going through something, which I done been yeah. through it 80, 80 million times. But the fact that he was that he was forthright and trying to, you know what I'm saying? Lie about the shit or whatever. Yeah, that, so. that, 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 that make, and, and guess what? He's still at work. He's still going to work. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so that, so. that makes, that makes somebody want to try to help you more. If they got it, they want to give you more just because of what you're doing for them. You know what I mean? No, or, or just serious. because you're trying, just because you're trying. All right. And so number 16, and I don't know if we're going to get through all 26. So right? good. Because we might do a part two or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. Number, number 16 say um, they are not sure of what will happen if they do open up what is going to spill out. Will I be okay afterward? Will others be okay? So mm. I, I, that's a whole I pod. I have that feeling sometimes. That's a pod. <laughs> I have that right? feeling sometimes, yo. Because I feel means. like if I share some of my real opinions with people, people are not going to talk to me. Yeah, you said that before, too. Yeah, I say it all the time because I, I have some opinions on things that most people don't have that same opinion. And it's, an it's, so, it's so left. Let me, can I give me an example of one of those? An example? I don't oh, care about it. I don't, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a sort of an, of, of an example. Uh, there's a guy that... Uh, I grew up with, I guess you could call it, uh, as a teenager, even as a teenager, we hated each other, hated each other. Mm -hmm. So by the time we got to our early 20s, you know, he went to the military and he died over there. He, uh, when he came back, it was in the paper, guy from Alexandria passed away, da, da, da. I was at work and everybody's talking at work. Did you know him? I said, yeah, I don't like him. I just told I just told the truth. I said, I don't like it. And my mentor, he pulled me to the side and said, you can't do that. I said, oh, it's the wrong time? Like, I, I really, sometimes yeah, I don't time. pick up on when yeah, to say what they That was the wrong time. That was the wrong yeah, but, time. Yeah, but. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sensitive to death. Death doesn't bother me. So I'm not sensitive okay, to Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. I so I just try to shut up now. Now I don't say much because. But I'm saying, that. but I'm saying, but I'm saying, let me just ask you this. If you know that person died and people care about this person, in your mind, you don't think that you should not say that? No. <laughs> told you. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Oh, hey, listen. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we're that really was it. Yeah, really, yeah, really, yeah. Hey, do not die around T. Just don't <laughs> die around me. You know what I mean? Go die somewhere else. He's gonna be like, fuck it. What he died? Fuck it. He said, fuck it. Hey, hey. Hey, Issa, what you want? What you want to do, bro? You want, bro? So, what we got 10 left? I mean, you know, we got 10 left. We get next week, it did. 
Yeah, we can do. We gotta a part have my man two. Cam back. We gotta have my man we Cam do, back. We, we can do a part two, but before we do a part two, I just want to say, when we do these pods, especially on these type of topics, we kind of like to give a little bit of resolutions. Absolutely. So, um, you know, one thing that Cam was talking about about being uh, depressed or not wanting to communicate. Um, sometimes uh, exercise good thing that he brought up and then that's not the end all and everything like that but that's just something to do a lot of people don't exercise and right. exercise that's and does free free your mind and exercise absolutely yeah it's about health and yeah it's about you know or if you got a, a mission to lose weight gain weight whatever it may be but it's very therapeutic um and so that's just one when we come back for part two we'll have more resolutions but i just wanted to give one before we you know actually uh, you know, in the show or whatever, man. So I have one. I have one. I have one resolution. Yeah, go ahead. For oh, me, shit. it was it was writing. It was writing okay. because I I write poetry, and I find myself when I'm in whenever I was in that depressive state or whenever I'm into one, I won't write, and then I have to catch okay. myself and remind myself, let me write this out. That's go. why the pod the podcast is good for me because that's my third. That's my second form of ther or third form of therapy. Hello. Because I'll just like I, I tell the truth, and a lot of it I be sounding wild, but hey, it's the truth. So you let like that out. Yeah, you truth is your truth, bro. I appreciate it. I feel the same way he do. I, Day I right. ain't did this one time, but I like this, like really just talking to y'all brothers. And you know what? The, the here's the crazy part: the article that. Sorry, E one just wrote for him. <laughs> no, let's go ahead and tell him where I live. Man. All that shit. <laughs> I'm about to say five inches clay, aka the one. No, look, I mean, what the dude said in that article is what we doing right now, which is fixing what he talking about. We Absolutely. having a conversation. Stuff. People listening to us. You got a view. I got a view. He got a view. Yeah. We talk about it. But here's the important part. We talking about it collectively and like sharing it. We there ain't you fighting, go. We ain't fussing. That's None crazy, that, bro. All hey, the top, all the top. hey, so Coco Melon said journal writing also. Just like just just like that. journal writing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, writing it out. Way to help. Who in the building, Trey? Absolutely. All right, so look, we 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 got we got a lot going on. We got we have uh, Miss Ladybug. Hey, Miss Ladybug, she in the studio with us. We got Dope. Dope always being here with us. We definitely appreciate Dope. We got Love underscore in the building with us. How you doing, Miss Love underscore? We got a friend of the show. He gonna be back on with us some real soon. It's the author. His eagles are playing. His Dude. eagles are. His Eagles are playing right now. He's still yeah, listening yeah. to the Red Room. That's, that's they losing. Y'all losing. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and we got we got Heva in there. We got Heva, Heva Love. What's going on, Miss Heva Love? How you doing? Appreciate you. First time, first time listener. All right. So who else? Who else we got in here tonight? Um, uh, Coco, Coco Melon. That's, that's Coco Melon first time. In, in the house with us tonight, we definitely appreciate everybody listening. No, I, in. I think she was here, but um, I think she was here before. 
Yeah, but um, okay. we appreciate okay. everybody. I, I want to give a special thanks to my man, Killer Cam, bro. I appreciate Killer you Cam, you got to come back, bro. Did a great job. Killer Cam, you got to come back for part two, Playboy. Y'all invited me out, man. I could not let my man down, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all brothers doing a good thing. Hey, man, it's just crazy, man. It's just it's phenomenal how That's I got on here, and it just transformed into something else, man. Y'all keep doing this, man. I'm, I'm proud of y'all, man. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, you bro. Appreciate it. And, um, Absolutely. Of course, like I always say, uh, the pods are available anywhere that you can, that you listen to pods, Spotify, Google pods, all that. But as I also always say, <clears throat> we like to be to the YouTube. So follow us on Instagram at the Rec Room Pod. Inside of the Instagram in the bio is the YouTube link. That's where you can also listen to the pod. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page. This Sunday, I said it every episode, and it was for a reason. This Sunday, we our first in-person on-camera pod. It's going to be dope. We got a great episode lined up for y'all, man. I can't wait. It took a lot of preparation, a lot of hard work, um, and I'm just excited about it. So Sunday, we'll be shooting that. We also, I found a way we can shoot it live, too. We're not going to do it this time, but we got so much more stuff in the works, man. I just want to say thank you to everybody, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.